Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. It's Jewishish. We've got laughs. We got, We've news. got news. We've got stories for the Jews and non-Jews. All the sports, sports and entertainment you could wish. With the always, always irritating, always irritating, always irritating Jewishish. And it's Acquisition Tuesday on Let's Wednesday go. today. My partner pointed out yesterday that we hadn't done our Acquisition Tuesday feature for a while, so we're going to do it today and then return to it on Tuesday next week, or, or maybe Thursday, Thursday, or maybe Serendipitous Sunday. Sunday. You never know. You never know. And neither do we. But first. First. And we've got a, a return we of a very special guest. Of a very, very special guest. It is our youth correspondent, Mr. Youth Correspondent. How are you doing today? I'm just very much. Well, we're very glad to hear that as always. Let's get started now. And Mr. you just youth. chime in on anything you that interests you. Chime in on anything you want oh, to yes. chime in on, okay? <clears throat> we had thought that the sports team that would be happiest if there were no fans in the stands this season would have been to, would have had to be the Houston Astros, who, coming off their cheating scandal, might thus avoid getting booed mercilessly everywhere. Everywhere. But we have to rethink that. Because the city of Philadelphia announced yesterday that it won't allow any fans at Phillies or Eagles games this year. No fans boo their own teams more brutally than Philadelphia fans. If we cared, we'd suggest a cor corruption investigation, thinking that Bryce Harper must have paid off whoever at City Hall made that decision. But keeping Philadelphia fans away is just good for karma. We, we approve. What fans aren't allowed into right now are the practices and intra-squad games that Major League teams are using to get ready for the upcoming season that's probably never going to happen. If fans were allowed into those practices, they wouldn't just see players on the field, but also umpires. Major League umpires are umping those practice games. Of course. Of course. You didn't think they could be all ready to miss calls and pick fights with players and managers without some practice, did you? Oh, no. Stories emerged yesterday that 10 umpires have opted out of umping this season because of health concerns. We already know Joe West is in. If no other umps participate this season, he's really shown himself to be capable of missing enough calls for all of them. Here's a bad idea from the world of mixed martial arts. On Sunday, Jorge Masvidal stepped in on almost no notice to fight for the welterweight championship against Kamaru Usman because Usman's scheduled opponent, Gilbert Burns, had just tested positive for COVID-19. This was set for, quote, Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. And, as, and Masvidal got absolutely pummeled. Here are some of the highlights via ESPN. Against the wrestler, throwing low kicks there, but it's, it's not a small strategy. That was a good shot, though. Who's been got his attention there? By his time. Oh, nice entry, though. Look at that. Very, very nice. Wow. Big takedown. Position's got to make it count. Slicing elbow from Usman. He's working away those cuts on the eye. Oh, and again, a nice one. Six for the winner. I'm telling you. That's Very ugly stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> so trust us. The video shows ugly things happening to uh, right. Masvidal. 
And what did he say yesterday? He wants to fight Usman again right away. Go oh, home, dude. Man. Nothing could be worth that. And in other news, Wells Fargo, which had already made a serious claim to be the company that gets the worst press for the way it treats its customers, is taking a shot at being the company that gets the worst press for the way it treats its employees. Which company, as controversy rages about TikTok, told employees to delete the app from their company-owned devices? Wells Fargo, company motto, it's not just a name that is associated with the bad old days. Okay, so listen guys, youth correspondent, this is you too. I'm going to read you a billboard headline, and you tell me what it means. Here it is. Mason Ramsey yodels about reducing cow-based methane emissions in new Burger King commercial. I'll repeat that. Ah! Mason Ramsey yodels about reducing cow-based methane emissions in new Burger King commercials. Do you know what that means? Why, why not? Yes, I think we're both youthful enough to know what it means. Really? Uh, youth correspondent, would you like to take this one and uh, do a little youth explaining? This is youth explaining. So, Mason Ramsey, a couple years ago, maybe two, a year ago, maybe, two, what, a year or two ago. <laughs> how, um, how long ago? Um, he went into a Walmart, yodeled his butt off, and went viral, even going on to having a full-blown Walmart concert at a point and appearing on The Ellen Show. He also appeared on a remix of Lil Nas X's Old Town Road. But what does this have to do with cow-based methane emissions? Let the kid talk. Um, so what I think it has to do is Burger King, um, is kind of, it, it, they're so not in touch with the youth that I believe they're kind of in, they're kind of in slow motion. So you it's don't know what this means delay. either, huh? What? You don't know what this means either? Um, well, I think they just have a little bit of delay. I think this is what the kids like. However, I think... Yeah, I don't think he knows what it means. I think we're getting some cow-based emissions from a youth correspondent. <laughs> I don't know what it means either. All right, so here, here's, here, I'm going to let you hear the beginning of the ad. Here it is. Is it hot in here, or is it just me? So to change our emissions, Burger went on a mission. So, so, that's as much of it as I can take. But we're talking about a Burger King ad that begins with a 12-year-old singing. Did you catch this? When cows fart and burp and splatter, will it ain't no laughing matter? This is a Burger King ad, right? Yes. Burger King says that by feeding the cows they kill lemongrass, they're reducing methane emissions by a third, and they think we'll believe it if a 12-year-old yodels it to us. Instead of having Morgan Freeman wishfully narrate the commercial, which I think has been a great strategy up until now. 
Yeah, I would rush. I think. And I'm with the. Yeah, we. Okay, that's our vote. We're unanimous. We'd rather have Morgan Freeman what, than the 12-year-old yodeler. What percent of Burger King's actual emissions of greenhouse gases comes from the methane from the cows? In terms of the 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 industry, the company's emissions, it's got to be like not very much at all. Why do you think that? They have a lot of cows that they have to... But compared to the yeah. trucks and the burning and the manufacturing of the things and the shipping and the just the, the environmental impact of cutting that thing one-third, I don't know how... Alright. I think I the whole know. thing's absurd, but I anyway. it's all a little wet. Speaking of absurd... Speaking of absurd... One of the worst songs of all time, clearly, is Lee Greenwood, God Bust the USA. Which made it all the way up to, to to number seven on the Hot Country Songs chart in 1984. Well, last week it made it up to number one on the digi digital song sales chart with 50,000 sales. 15,000 sales. 15,000 sales. Yes. An almost 400% increase from the week before. It turns out some folks played it for the fourth. It's kind of weird, all the USA-related songs that sold big that week. Everything from rock in the USA. R.I.C.K. in the USA. Yeah. To Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Is this how people decided... Sorry. Is this how people decided to commemorate American independence by downloading crummy music? At least American Girl and Born in the USA went up to. But she. And now it's time for Acquisition Tuesday. On Wednesday. As our listeners know... Our beloved New York Mets are for sale. Yesterday, it was announced that four bidders, or groups of bidders, had made it into the second round of bidding. Well, only one of these is going to wind up owning the Mets, and the other three are surely going to be looking for other sports franchises they can buy into. On an earlier Acquisition Tuesday, we had found other ways that A-Rod and J-Lo could spend their money. An island? A helicopter? But if they have their hearts set on sports ownership, how about these bargains? App US businessesforsale.com A laser tag franchise in Atlantic Beach, North Carolina is available for the asking price of $595,000. So much to recommend this. It's right in a strip mall, and we know how well those are doing these days. And it's near a beach popular with tourists. That's a ready-made group of potential customers who, if they're headed for the beach these days, clearly don't care about whether they lose their lives with lasers. And, as the listing says, there is tremendous expansion potential. Quote, Additional revenue streams could include the addition of escape rooms, alcohol beverage sales, and mobile laser tag gameplay, as this system is capable of outdoor and mobile deployment and is not confined to an indoor environment. End quote. All for only $595,000. That's $12,000 less then the Mets owners are going to have to pay just Edwin Diaz, who couldn't get dandruff out last year. Is A-Rod sure he wouldn't rather have this? Youth correspondent, what do you say you and I go halvesies and, and, and we uh, invest in some laser tag with the revenue we've gotten from our respective podcasts? Yes, yes, yes. yes? Excellent, yes. Okay. okay. Well, maybe you can drive deal. the price up. Okay. Yeah, good. After something a little more high-class than laser tag or Edwin Diaz dandruff, Dealstream.com is listing a Division I Swiss soccer team founded more than a hundred years ago. The asking price is 20 million euros, which comes out to around 23 million dollars, and the buyer would fall right in with Jenny Wang, the new Hong Kong-based 
of Grasshopper Club Zurich, which is a soccer team, though it would be way cooler if it was a Swiss Grasshopper racing team. And finally, the motto even for sports franchise purchases must be buy low, sell high. And what sports franchise could be lower right now than the NFL team from Washington? Well, the answer is clearly the NFL team from Washington next week after they unveil their surely misguided stupid new name. And the Washington Post already reported earlier this month that three minority owners of the team, and by a, a my, minority owners, of course, the newspaper meant rich white guys who don't own as much as the team as other rich white guys, were looking to unload their shares. Altogether, these three minority owners have about 40% of the team, and the best part is that people know who they are. Oh boy. Robert Rothman, chairman oh and CEO of Black Diamond Capital, private investment company, Dwight Shar, chairman of NVR Inc., the nation's fifth largest home builder, and Frederick W. Smith, chairman of FedEx, which is stuck with the 27-year, $205 million naming rights deal it signed for the Washington team stadium in 1999. These guys are running away from the team so fast that if A-Rod can still throw it all, he could probably lob them the check attached to a dirt cheap piece of the team's merchandise, or maybe attached to one of the hormones that A-Rod might have left from what he was taking that got him suspended for all of the 2014 season. You could probably get 40% of the Washington team right now for 40 bucks. Wow, you're really not holding back, huh? I'm being, uh, I'm suggesting purchase options for the potential investor. And that's Acquisition Tuesday for this week. I miss the lava, rock, stone, anxiety, stress relief. We'll bring that back on Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. Good, okay? Good. good. Alright. So here's so, the mango song. Mr. Youth Correspondent, thank you so, so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you uh, not having pleasure on this podcast. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always wonderful to hear somebody of the youth coming on to help us out. Thank you for the youth explaining. Yes. And, uh... You know, I'm too tired to do the filibuster. You do the filibuster. Mr. Youth Correspondent, would you like to filibuster today? Since I'm too tired to say random things for 20 minutes. What? He can't hear over the mangoes. We have, we have, we have two minutes and 25 seconds Bella, left. Two minutes and 25 seconds. Ah. Yes. Well, first of all, if I can have a shameful plug. I would like to shamefully plug my own podcast, Jedicated. Yes. It's on all the same podcasts as this. However, not er, with Apple Podcasts included. Excellent. Now, um, I like the tango music in that. However, it can be a bit uh, clustering, if you will. Clustering? Clustering. Clustering, yes. Um, also, to, I have a little youth game um, news. Ubisoft Forward came out yesterday, um, revealing big-name titles such as Far Cry 6, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and Dirt 5. Dirt what? Dirt 5, so you can get dirty for a fifth time. That is the tagline. Look it up. Okay, I will. I won't. It's, 
Well, that's been the uh, Jewishish podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. Tell your friends, shout out from the mountaintop. Happy schmoozing. Goodbye and good luck. Goodbye and good luck. See ya.